The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews or coverage of all the biggest stories in the nba our new show is the place to be five days a week download and follow beyond the arc on apple podcasts spotify and wherever you get your favorite podcasts welcome welcome one and all in here out there and all the ships at sea to the late show i'm your host stephen colbert i just want to i don't start tonight i, I just i just want to start tonight by saying calm down <laughs> There's no reason to panic. And I know that because of the screaming all-caps headlines that say, no reason to panic. <laughs> Unfortunately, having no reason is my favorite way to panic. All of this is because there's some alarming news from Ohio representative and man who just walked in on his son playing catch with another dad, <laughs> Mike Turner. Turner, who is the Republican chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, released an unusual statement today warning of a serious national security threat without providing any additional details, okay? That's unnecessarily vague. It's like labeling a pack of cigarettes, Surgeon General's warning, trust me, you don't want to know. Now, we we didn't get much more than that, right? We didn't get much more than that other than reports that the threat is related to Russia. Oh, my God. Is it a bioweapon? Is, is it cyber warfare? Are they sending Steven Seagal back? <laughs> well, whatever it is, Turner wants the White House to release the details of the threat to the public immediately. Now, for their part, the White House said they were planning a congressional briefing for tomorrow, adding that they couldn't do it today because they're a little busy stocking up on canned goods. <laughs> now, uh, other congressmen on the Intelligence Committee have stepped forward to call for calm. One Connecticut congressman, Jim Himes, said... I don't want people thinking that Martians are landing or that your Wednesday is going to be ruined. (laughs) Martians are landing? Oh, great, now my Wednesday's ruined. (laughs) So that that was our mid-afternoon panic, right? Mid-afternoon panic. By late afternoon, we we got some more details from sources with access to highly classified information. So anyone who used the bathroom at Mar a Lago. (laughs) Reportedly, the threat is Russia wanting nuclear weapons in space. But before you get too worried, the nukes would not be to drop a weapon on Earth from orbit, but to possibly use against satellites. Reminds me of that famous quote from Oppenheimer, now I am become death, destroyer of GPS, 
Find your own way to Costco, suckers. <laughs> so again, again, I cannot say this enough. There is no reason to panic about that. The only reason to panic is if you forgot it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> you still have 20 minutes to save your marriage. <laughs> now, it's, this is an extra special Valentine's Day this year because Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday fall on the same day, which explains why the top gift at CVS this year was an adorable toy bear that says... For dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. <laughs> now, for any of my viewers out there who aren't Catholic, these holidays are very different. Valentine's Day is all about sensual indulgence and making love, while Ash Wednesday is a day of fasting and reflection, marking the start of Lent. Some Catholics may be tempted to celebrate both, but one bishop out there warns Ash Wednesday, with its fasting and abstinence requirements, is far more significant and should be prioritized. <laughs> Sounds like somebody didn't get a Valentine's last year. <laughs> hmm? Bishop? <laughs> this Valentine's Day, nearly half of U.S. adult population is unmarried. Half. Which means, statistically speaking, there's a 50% chance that if you're married, your spouse is not. <laughs> ask. Always ask. With this increase in singles, reports show that self-gifting is on the rise. Now, remember, the Catholic Church is against that, too. (laughs) What I don't... Mm. So, really? Okay. Okay. That's a stroker. What I don't understand is, what's the difference between self-gifting and just buying things? This year, I'm gifting myself an oil change and a pack of gum. God, I'm such a terrible gift giver. I have to break up with me. But I can't do it on Valentine's Day. (laughs) It's not just singles celebrating themselves because this Valentine's Day, polyamory is getting more attention. Mostly from that one couple who keeps saying, did we tell you we're polyamorous now? (laughs) Because we are, and it's totally cool with both of us, right? (laughs) Honey? (laughs) She's cool with it. Now, as a happily married monogamist, I would never go in for polyamory because who has the time? (laughs) Or the energy? A two-person relationship is already work enough. In fact, I'm so busy that me and Evie work our date nights into the show now. She's on tonight. Hi, sweetie. (laughs) Darling, darling, do enjoy these jokes about polyamory. (laughs) They're just jokes. Donald Trump celebrated the day by writing a valentine to his wife, Melania, and then having his campaign send a mass email blast with the subject line, I love you, Melania. (laughs) Unsubscribe. (laughs) The actual text... Sure. The actual text of the valentine is actually pretty weird. It reads... Dear Melania, I love you. Even after every single indictment, arrest, and witch hunt, you never left my side. Through thick and thin, no matter what the deal... No matter... Through thick and thin, no matter what deal the prosecutors offered you, you kept your trap shut. That's what I call love. Also what our prenup calls minimum negotiated terms. Okay? You signed last night. Is this just last night? Just last night, tonight. Love. I love love. 
Last night, we got big election results in the special election to fill the House seat vacated by Republican fabulous George Santos, seen here appearing on television for the very last time. <laughs> Republicans were hoping to hang on to the seat with their candidate, a woman named Mozzie Pillip, but the clear winner was Democrat Tom Swazi, seen here... <laughs> seen here at SeaWorld begging for fish. <laughs> Swazi, or the Swaz as no one calls him, won by a commanding eight-point lead and delivered a victory speech last night where he laid out his vision for America. It's time to find common ground and start delivering for the people of the United States of America. Let's take our country back from the dividers. So listen, do you want to take the country back from the people who are trying to divide it? Yes. Are you with me in that fight? Yes. And just so we're clear, there are two groups of people out there. The uniters, that's us. And the dividers, that's them. And we're going to crush them beneath our iron boots, right? Death to dividers! Death! Swazi also had some thank yous to give out. I want to thank the chairman of the Queen's Republican Party, Greg Meeks... And the, did I say Republican? I don't want to thank I don't want to thank the chairman of the Queen's Republican Party. I want to thank the chairman of the Queen's Democratic Party. Oof. With mix-up like that, a lot of people are asking if Swazi's too old to be president. Now, uh, the district Swazi now represents is the most diverse district in the United States, and he made sure to shout out to all of his supporters. I want to thank the Jewish voters of my district who stuck with me. I want to thank the Chinese Americans who helped me in this race. I want to thank the Korean Americans. I want to thank the Indian Americans, the Pakistani and the Bangladeshis, the Muslim community, African Americans, the Latino Americans, the white Irish and Italian guys. I want to thank the women. And uh, I want to thank, uh, I want to thank uh, men who are under 5'5". Five five. I see you, short kings. Uh, I got to thank uh, Magnus, this one Icelandic American guy I see sometimes. Uh, let's see, who am I leaving out? Left-handed ghosts? <laughs> now, this is a swing district, so it's not a shock that a centrist like Pillip didn't seek Donald Trump's endorsement, and the fact that she didn't made him mad, as he posted last night on Truth Social, Republicans... Just don't learn. I have an almost 99% endorsement success rate in primaries and a very good number in general elections. Yes. If she just would have embraced Trump, she could have joined the ranks of success stories like Senator Oz, (laughs) Senator Brain Damage, and Governor Different Kind of Brain Damage. (laughs) Trump Trump truthed on. MAGA, which is most of the Republican Party, stayed home, and it always will, unless it is treated with the respect that it deserves. I stayed out of the race. I want to be loved. (laughs) Wow, Wow, that came out of nowhere. His subconscious just jumped up his throat and strangled his brain (laughs) right in the middle of his screed. We must get out of NATO because they aren't paying their fare. I want love, Daddy. Please hug me. (laughs) Hug me once share of the defense budget. So I would encourage Russia to give me fries, hungry mommy, sex booby. <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. Coming up... 
Mark Wahlberg. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Gentlemen, my first guest tonight is an actor, producer, and entrepreneur you know from The Departed, The Fighter, and Patriot's Day. He now stars in the new movie, Arthur the King. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Mark Wahlberg. Thank you for that blessing. Uh, you're most welcome. You're most welcome. I saw you were representing with the ashes there. Yes, Ash Wednesday yeah. today. And, you know, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Just being here, I know you're a Catholic. I'm feeling, like, really close to God right now, being here with you. Wow. And then wow. I just looked up in the, in the rafters, and there's uh, Jonathan Rumi, who plays Jesus on The Chosen. So we're, uh... Nice to see ya. No, I recognize both of you from the, from the, from Hallow the... Hallow app. It's called Hallow? Yes, Hallow app. Hallow, because I, the reason I, I ask is that it's called Hallow, but literally the symbol of the app is a halo. Yes. Which is spelled the same way, and you understand you're yes. sending a mixed message. Well, we want to confuse you as much as possible, but the message is, ultimately, we're just going to get people to come together and pray together. Okay. So, yes. Now, uh, are, are you prayed up? Absolutely. Okay. Always. And I always say, stay prayed up. That's what I hear. That stay I prayed up. I need to stay prayed How up. How do I check my prayer levels? Is there like a meter or a dipstick I have to uh. insert? You're like half a Hail Mary low. Let me just pray you up a little bit. Your lovely wife will tell you when you're not prayed up enough. <laughs> this For is true. Sure. This is true. Just For with a sure. look. That's what my wife just does. Just with a look. Absolutely. Okay. Now, uh, you're, uh, you're from Boston. That's yes. no secret. Yes. You're from Boston. Why aren't you in that Dunkin' Donuts commercial? <laughs> with Ben Affleck and you Matt know, Damon and Tom Brady. What did you do? Why are you not in that commercial? I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> you know, I have no idea. I think, you know, I t- I, I, I'm from the wrong side of the tracks, I think. You know, I'm, I'm trying to work my way into good graces. But very, very funny. Um, you know, I think... Uh, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll give me the call one of these days. I'm still waiting right. patiently. Since the last time we saw each other, you've moved to Vegas. Yeah. Did you go to the Super Bowl? I went for the first half. I wanted to be home by, by this halftime show. second half was pretty exciting. It was better than the first half, that's for sure. I think I left and it was like 3 nothing. But Why did you leave at halftime? Were you intimidated by uh, Usher's abs? <laughs> no, no. I didn't know if he was going to come out with the abs or he was just going to do the hip thrust. I had no idea what he was going to do, but... I actually, I went to do some stuff for, uh, to promote the movie, and yeah. then I promised my wife I would be home. So I took my son, and I was a little worried because my son, the last time we went to a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. it was the Patriots versus the Falcons, and people always wondered, 
why I left at halftime, but he was then eight years old and he was screaming and cursing at the top of his lungs because they were down 28 to three. And we were embarrassed, so I didn't know what he was gonna do at the game. And I was able to, literally 15 minutes away from the stadium, Hole in the bottom of the stadium. I watched a little bit of football. I had no stress. You know, I don't. I didn't care who won. I mean, I think I'm a little worried about Kansas City stealing the Patriot shine and, and winning yeah. too many Super Bowls. But other than that, I really just enjoyed the game. I watched. So the since your show. Pats weren't in there, you can enjoy it a little bit more. I've gotten in so much trouble, especially when the Patriots lost to the Giants. I mean, my wife literally would want to know if they were going to play in the playoffs. She would leave for the weekend to go to a hotel because I was. <laughs> Cursing, yelling, kicking people out of the house. Of course, if they won, you know, it was a, it was a party and a celebration. But I, yes, I, I, I was a little too invested in the Patriots and their success. Well, I, I, I have a, a mild bone to pick with you as a man. You're, pick it. You're, pick 50, it. you're 53? 52, slow down. <laughs> 52. 52, when do you turn 53? Soon, less than six months. So I'm, 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 okay, I'm, I'm all right. close. Well, I'm still, I'm still 59 for another two months. Oh. And I, as, a, as a fellow man in his 50s, I've got a bone to pick with you. No, stop it. Stop this. Okay? That's, that's, what, what, that's when, all, are you gonna, when are you going to let yourself go? It's, that's all CGI. That's all AI. That's all... So your Trust abs me. are being played by Andy Serkis in a gray suit? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. My daughter does those for me. Now, speaking of your daughter, you're, you're, you know, you're a great entrepreneur. You've got a, a lot of things. You've got, uh, you got the Wahlburgers. You've got the, they got the Hallow app. Uh-huh. Uh, you've got uh, your municipal uh, yeah. clothing line. Yeah. And we've got some fantastic uh, footage here that you sent us of your da- daughter doing an impression of She's you. my Jim. NIL athlete. Municipal from head to toe. The new municipal shoes, shorts, municipal F45, the sweatshirt, the hat, and performance-inspired. Performance-inspired, inspired to be better. Stay prayed up, make your protein shakes. What time's it? Oh, 8 a.m., I gotta go to bed. (laughs) That's nice. Ah, That's a good relationship. Is that's, that a one-off, or does she do that a lot? No, that's, that's a daily occurrence. Uh, between her, my other son, my two sons, and my oldest daughter, all they do is make fun of me and my accent. How many, how, how many kids do you got now? I've got four. You got four? Yeah. How old is the oldest? Me, my, she's, me, 20, you know, she's 20. She's 20, uh, okay. Yeah, she's at Clemson. Oh, so those, those are serious. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> that's all they do is party there. You see? Yes, I'm I. Like, where, I I'm from South Carolina. I'm aware yet. of what happens at Clemson. Oh my God! Well, I now, had but, I had an amazing time when I went to visit for family weekend. Well, really wish I had some college life. Did you? Uh, when they started dating, was that difficult for you? Oh, it was the worst. It was the worst. I yeah. Harder I mean, for I'm you okay or for with, your wife? Well, now that my about to be 18 year old had his girlfriend on the couch and they were cuddling up watching the Super Bowl, my wife didn't like that at all. <laughs> She had no problem with the boyfriends coming and going, my, my oldest daughter. But then, you know, her and my son has a lovely, lovely girlfriend. We already consider her part of the family. But, you know, she goes upstairs, the door's shut. My wife's like, go check, go open the door, open the door, go in there. I'm like, I'm not going in there. This is not my place. And nothing's happening. She's like, oh, really? Are you, what were you doing at 17, almost 18? I said, waiting for you. <laughs> waiting to meet you. We... We, we have to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Mark Wahlberg, everybody. Stick around. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, 
where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hey, everybody, we're back with the star of Arthur the King, Mark Wahlberg. 30 years ago, you made your film debut in a Renaissance Man. I've got a yes. lovely little shot here. Got a lot of little cards back there. Well, huh? you know, it's a visual medium. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you are. There you are with Danny DeVito yes. in Renaissance Man. Yes. What do you remember about that first film? That film, I remember everything. I remember, first of all, I remember not even wanting to be in the movies. As much as I love cinema, my dad was a big cinema guy. We would go to the movies. I'm the youngest of nine, so I would go to the cinema with my dad every day. I saw movies that were, you know, vastly inappropriate for somebody my age. But I, I went to meet Penny Marshall because I loved Laverne and Shirley. She was the director of that film. Sure. I met other people. They offered me to be, like, the rapper in Sister Act 2 or the bad guy in some, like, rollerblade movie. And I was like, this is not going to give me any kind of career. And it would hurt my already kind of fluttering rap career. So I was like, I'm not doing any of that. But I wanted to meet her. And then after I met her, I was like, you know what? I want to do this. And I auditioned for four different roles on that day, flew myself out to L.A., screen tested. And I would go to the set every single day and just soak up as much information as I possibly could. And I, I certainly would not have a career if it wasn't for Penny, God rest her soul. She was a, a guardian angel. All the, so many amazing women I credit all of my success to. Well, now you have a new film you're starring in called Arthur the King. Yes. Which, I love this story. I do nothing about it. Tell the people what it's about. Yeah, it's a true story of uh, these adventure racers, extreme athletes. Uh, guy is on a race 500 miles across Ecuador and basically sees this dog who's clearly got lots of issues, wound, open wounds, flies flying around, and throws a meatball to get the dog away from him. And the dog proceeds to follow him the entire time to the point where this, mile this dog is travels 500 miles and he is now... They say he's going to, you know, get disqualified from the race. He cannot take the dog into the water. Now they're on a canoe for another 30-mile canoe ride. And the dog jumps in the water and tries to follow them on the water after following them for 200 miles on foot. He sacrifices the race. And this guy was obsessed with winning the world championships. And he did the most selfless thing by throwing the race to save the dog. And then the real race was to get the dog the proper help that it needed. And the dog went home to live with him and... He had never, the dog had never even been inside before. He had to sleep outside uh, the first night that he actually had the dog, and he was not a dog lover. Uh, so it's an incredible story, and it's a true story. I saw the documentary on ESPN, and I said, I'd love to make the movie. Um, we have a clip right here, Jim. Where's that dog here? What do you mean? How did that dog get here? This is where I fed the dog in TA1, right? Mm-hmm. This is where he met back up with us. Right there. How the hell did he get all the way from here to there, right? While we were on bikes and zip lines and hiking and running and climbing. Now, how the hell did he do that? He must have wings we don't know about. Yeah, that was my first guess. Heartwarming. I'm just backing up a dog now. I back up a teddy bear, I back up a dog. It always seems to work. That's kind of like what I do now. Uh, what are you giving up for Lent, by the way? 
Uh, you know, I'm actually really, I've, I've given up many things for Lent, and I encourage people, if, it, if it's something that distracts you from your relationship with God or prevents you from growing a closer relationship with your higher power, then I would suggest giving that up. But for me, I'm just trying to do more. I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to utilize the talents that I have, the platform that I have to give back and encourage people that despite where they come from, there isn't anything they can't accomplish. And, you know, trying to get people to do more and be better. Bless you, Mark Wahlberg. Thank you, Father Colbert. I appreciate Arthur the King opens in theaters on March 15th. St. Mark Wahlberg, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to The Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts.